There are renewed calls for a new super city combining Wellington, Porirua and the Huts. A new Wellington Chamber of Commerce pre-election report suggests business leaders would like the cities to merge. Chamber Chief Executive Simon Arcus says a Wellington super city would be able to deal with issues more efficiently and effectively than the current councils. He says a combined council would be a bigger economic voice to deal with the government. Joining me now is David Shand, a former Wellington City Councillor and who was part of Auckland's Royal Commission, which formed the Super City Council in 2009. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Kerry. Would you be recommending that Wellington combine into another super city? Uh, I don't think the problems of Wellington are quite the problems that Auckland faced when we did this Royal Commission report. God, it's 12, God, it's 10, 12 13 years ago. Yes, yeah. But, but there, are, there are some changes which I think are needed. Um, I think we need a stronger regional council, for example. I think uh, it should take over the water function, if we, uh, depending, depending on what happens to uh, Three Waters. But that's a classic case where, uh, uh, where water should be a regional facility. Maybe waste disposal should be done as well. Um, I think there's probably a case for looking at amalgamation of the two Hutt Valley authorities, uh, Upper Hutt City and, and, and Lower Hutt City. As for the wire wrapper with three separate mm. local bodies, seems to be to be to be ridiculous. But that sort of amalgamation is not the same as having a super city. Um, I can understand why the business community is pushing for this, and this is the business community pushed for this in Auckland too. They would like a standard set of rules and regulations when they're dealing with councils, amongst other things. Uh, that has been achieved in Super City in Auckland, one of the achievements. But some of these things can be done without amalgamation, Kerry, right? I mean, yeah. there's nothing to stop councils agreeing on standard approaches to things and not reinventing the wheel across six different local authorities. Absolutely. So what is the difference, say, between amalgamating the, the Wairarapa councils and an amalgamation into a super city? What would the criteria have to be to be a super city rather than just merging forces? Well, I think you need to see what the problems are. In Auckland, there are massive problems of infrastructure deficit across transport and across uh, water and across all sorts of things which were not being dealt with. Now, arguably, things are being addressed in Wellington. If you look at let's get the, the disaster of let's get Wellington moving, mm. this is not a super city issue. It's really, uh, it could be, but I mean, it's being handled by the Wellington Regional Council, by Wellington City and by the government. And of course, nothing will move without the government anyway, whatever, whatever happens. Mm. But all I can say is what we saw in Auckland was a complete paralysis of decision-making on major issues. You could argue that's happening in the case of Let's Get Wellington Moving, but that could be addressed uh, without a super, super city with a stronger regional council, uh, with the Wellington city continuing in existence. Let me just say that, you know, I think, I think there are some issues which should be local uh, and can be decided locally. And if you look at what's happening in Lambton Quay, for example, I think Wellington City should be deciding what happens tra- to traffic through Lambton Quay. I don't think the Hutt Valley needs to be involved in that. Um, uh, each of these uh, cities at the moment has their own uh, business district. I think they can make up their own plans for how they want to develop their, bus- their, their own business districts without having a super city. So I'm a bit agnostic on a super city, but I am very much in favour of strengthening the regional council and considering possibly amalgamation in the Hutt Valley and the Wairarapa. Does forming a super city 
give you more clout with government because it certainly doesn't feel like that being an Aucklander. And that's one of the reasons Simon Argus gave for forming a super city is that you are you have the ear of the current, you know, the government of the day more than you would as a individual council. I think even being a super city, I don't really feel Phil Goff has been able to advance Auckland's causes more than any other mayor. Well, I think you've highlighted a problem there. I think central government always has problems engaging with local governments, no matter what their structure is or where they are. Um, but I think the super city has at least uh, helped Auckland to speak with one voice, and I think that's something which which um, uh, the central government appreciates because it finds it easier to deal with one body than with seven or eight, as was previously the case. Mm. But no, it's not it's not a magic solution. I think there's an, uh, there is a problem in central government of, of taking notice of local government, no matter which party is in power, and and no matter how you structure it, as far as I'm concerned. But it look, it could help. It could help. Um, but the government does listen to uh, to local government in Wellington. Uh, you, they're involved, of course, in the Let's Get Wellington movement. Mm. It, nothing happens without central government deciding. I I I still think there's a problem in Auckland with the government listening to the Auckland Council. I would I would agree with that, right? What do you think have been the major successes of the super city, David? Well, of course, I, I just listening to some of your previous people, I'd say, look, if, if, if the recommendations of the Royal Committee, Commission or the government's decisions on those, which were, and they did not adopt our report exactly as we recommended, it would never have been voted, uh, never have been supported by the population. Nobody votes in support of local governors on the nose. And, and it always has been on the nose, I think, with uh, with, with most voters. Uh, so I, I I I don't really know uh, uh, whether people would vote for it. But people, I, I can say, the advantage is mm-hmm. that Auckland's infrastructure problems are now clearly being addressed, slightly haphazard way. If you look at light rail and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but things like like regional treatment of, of water and sewerage assets has been a major benefit from my point of view. Uh, standard planning rules across Auckland. There's a unitary plan for the whole of Auckland. All the regulations on building and all that other stuff that business has to deal with are standardised across across government. That's another advantage. So I see major advantages in in what has happened in Auckland, although it was not exactly what we recommended. We believe there should have been a stronger local function and less centralisation. But overall, I think it works. Uh, but I know that the public are still... Uh, uh, still uh, uh, saying what a what a bad decision it was. It was a decision of the key government, but the our inquiry was started by the Clark government. Uh, you can't win in this, Kerry. Nobody will vote for it, no matter what. <laughs> that is true. David, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right. Enjoying listening to your programme, Kerry. Thank you so much. Okay? Thank, thank you. Uh, that was David Chan, former Wellington City Councillor, part of Auckland's Royal Commission, which formed... Auckland's super city. News Talk ZB, it is 18 